<laughs> the Rogue Scientist Productions presents Pursuing Your Passions as a Bitch. Thank you, and welcome to Pursuing Your Passions as a Bitch. I'm your host, Charles Dockham, the owner of the Rogue Scientist Productions and the author of The World Beyond, an ongoing story on Tim Novella. With me, I have my guest host, Chris Donaldson, the writer of Going the Wrong Way. Chris? Hi, Charles. Nice to be here. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, thank you for joining us today. First off, I just kind of wanted to just ask you a couple of questions. So what was kind of the inspiration of kind of getting started with this project? Well, well started off uh, a long time ago, back in the 70s. I was brought up in Belfast, which is sort of been infamous in those days for the various troubles. Um Went to school in the centre of town, you'd see bombs going off and uh, traffic disruption and people getting shot around the city. It was a sort of strange uh, upbringing for, for kids, but uh, we didn't really know much better because we didn't hadn't seen anywhere else. But I was dying to get out of Belfast and seventy nine decided to ride a motorbike to Australia. And uh, that was really the start of it all. <laughs> Awesome. And then so from there, you kind of you went on your journey. And um, I, th- I know that we were kind of talking about it beforehand. But um, on your first trip, were you able to make it to Australia? No, I got uh, I got as far as London, which was only about 300 miles from Belfast. And uh, it was just uh, no- November 79. And the Ayatollah mainly decided to take over the American embassy in, in Tehran and basically closed the road east. So I'd already left home. I thought, well, I can't go back after two weeks after telling all my mates on my way to Australia and come back two weeks later after getting to London. So I decided to go to Africa. Uh, and that's when the sort of journey, the magic started in a way because I stopped actually going to somewhere as a destination. I was just going traveling for the sake of it. Um, it was before the internet, obviously. So in those days, you you got your information from guidebooks or maps, which I didn't have any of because they were all for going to Australia. So I ended up driving around the Middle East, Israel, Syria, and Jordan, uh, going across the Sahara Desert, and really pretty much without a clue where I was going, uh, but just enjoying the journey for the journey's sake. Uh, I ended up in South Africa in the middle of apartheid. I got a hitched a ride in a yacht race coming back to the UK, I got the bike shipped to the States, drove around the States, and then uh, made my way down to South America. Got hepatitis and everything sort of fell apart in Bolivia. But I made it down to Argentina and uh, finally got home. Um, at that stage, I was planning to write a book. In fact, I started writing a book. Um, and then there's another guy called Ted Simon, wrote a very good book about doing the same sort of thing. But he'd done it all the right way. So he'd done it all. <laughs> he was a, a journalist, and he, I thought I'll we'll never be able to compete with that. And he hadn't made the mistakes that I made. So I think I was a bit embarrassed to, to sort of put my my adventures on in paper. So I sort of forgot about it for forty years, and then um, took took out the computer and laptop and decided about three or four years ago. It's about time I put the story to bed. So the book came out three years ago, and it's been going really well. 
Which is uh, amazing. So you self-published the book. Yeah, I mean, self-publishing is a... Well, first of all, writing the book was a, uh, an adventure on its own. Not a, not, so, not a very intellectually sort of efficient <laughs> guide school. I never, never uh, did very well at, in English classes, but... Um, it's a certain certainly a story. If I can write a book and get it published as a bestseller on Amazon, anybody can really. They say there's a book on everybody, and I think I believe there is. It's a matter of having the um, the determination to get finished with it. Of course, and in this case, you had uh, the great inspiration behind with this journey that you took, um, being able to travel basically across the world, and you had a story to tell, um, and it's it's really amazing. And so, I think that you were saying that um, you had gotten a bestseller at one point on Amazon for the book. Yeah, um, yeah, I got it. It's on that paperback and a paperback ebook and an audiobook. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's had some great reviews. Um, I had a lot of hardships along the way. Name main on is probably not having enough money because uh, I set off on a three month trip and I ended up a year and a half later still going. So it was really. Uh, Living like a native in Africa and South America, places like that, working here and there where I could get some bit of job. But um, there's a lot of hardship driving a motorbike across the desert through Africa. In various instances, I got stopped by armed armed uh, soldiers and different things happening. So it certainly it was it is a motorcycle book. It's a travel book, but it's more of a coming of age book, really, because it was only 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, it was a major uh, journey. Was a major milestone on, on my life life's journey. It taught me a lot of uh, things about patience, about determination, and pers- perseverance, uh, which has put me in good stead. And um, other diverse things like um, ten years ago, the banks um, closed down my business, took my properties off me. I was ended up more or less bankrupt. But I was able to go to get the get the laptop out, learn a bit of law, and self litigate against them, and get most of my properties back again. So mm-hmm. it seems strange, but I know I couldn't have done that if I hadn't driven across the Sahara Desert on the motorbike 40, 40 years ago. <laughs> yes, and it's. I mean, that's an like I said, it's an amazing journey just to kind of be able to. Um, just pick up and do something like that. You said it is coming of age tale, especially to kind of do that in your twenties. I don't know the complications compared to trying to do something like that nowadays where, um, with so many restrictions in terms of travel and just how many different, um, avenues you kind of have to kind of go through. Um, it's an amazing tale of being able to just, um, travel, see the world, see, see just things that you haven't seen before. Um, and everybody kind of tries to say, well, the world's this way here. So it must be the same over there or same over in different areas. And you just kind of see the beauty of nature and the beauty of everything else. So, um, 
no, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to, um, take your bike and just the different, uh, lessons that you've learned. Um, especially because I, I expect that you've mm-hmm. probably broken down a couple times during that time frame and just kind of the struggles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, funny enough, funny enough I'm, uh, I'm remarkably well qualified to compare traveling 40 years ago and, and what it'd be like today, because after the book was published, one of my mates said to me, um, you never actually got to Australia, why not have another go? So I thought, well, we're going to do that. I may as well still have this same old motor-guzzing motorbike sitting in the garage. So we set off on that um, a year and a half ago, just after COVID, or in the middle of COVID, really, mm-hmm. and um, decided to try and get to Australia again because I've got a job and I've got family and commitments within in two-week stages and stopped for two months, flew home and flew out again, picked the bikes up again, and finally got there last month. So... Um, it was interesting to do the same sort of journey that I set off when I was 21 with my 64 at the last count. Um, so it was, it was nice to be able to, 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 to say I can do, still do what I can do, what I can do when I was 21, mm-hmm. I guess. Exactly. And so, so did you see any more difficulties in the journey for, since from when you were 21 and now? Yeah, well, it was a sore back and a sore uh, <laughs> backside. Probably a few, few aching joints that you didn't have when I was 21. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the internet's probably one of the biggest differences in, in everything. It's been 40 years ago, you, you sort of forget how much it affects our lives and how much we use it every day, whether using Google Maps or uh, phoning home every, every day. Um, Booking a hotel, finding out where you're going, what's the end, what's the end of the next corner. Um, when I was going down Africa, I actually rode off the edge of my map at one stage in Uganda, and I met a luckily I met a, a guy coming up the other way, and we swapped maps. And until then, I hadn't a clue what was what was next country's name was even. Whereas <laughs> now, you just get your phone out, and everything's there, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, I didn't even really think about that. The the difficulties of just having to carry the maps that you needed to go from place to place. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. We, we, we've kind of been um, spoiled a little bit with Google Maps and always having the ability to kind of be able to um, navigate, I guess, around the world um, with just the phones in our pockets, which is... Um, pretty pretty amazing to come it's pretty from amazing yeah yeah it's, it's the same woman it's the same woman talking to you in belfast as there's in the states and as there's in iran as well it's the same woman talks to you and tells you where to go it's quite exactly. amazing <laughs> i don't know how she manages to do that so are you planning on trying to continue your authorial journey by writing another book about your travels or yeah, sort of. Um, have I've started writing a bit. Um, if the first book was a coming of age story, this is more of a sort of coming of old age story because you know, I'm just sort of coming to retirement age. Uh, recently, been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, which is one of the reasons I sort of wanted to challenge myself to make sure I could still do these things. Um, 
Well, so it's yeah, no, that, that definitely is another book, and I'm not too sure it would be called Adventure Before Dementia. Is one title we have for it, um, mm-hmm. but they're still still looking for for something there. But it is it's um, it's the first book. I think it was interesting for people because it was a young guy learning what what the world was about. Uh, this is a, a different stage in people's lives. You sound quite a bit younger than I, but a lot of guys, when they get retired, they've been working for 40 years, the family's left, and they really don't know what to do with themselves. They end up just working on the garden or going to play golf until they pop their clogs. So it's just one of the sort of give people the notion that you can still get out and do the things you used to do when you were a teenager. You just do them a wee bit slower and take a bit more time out. But with any luck, you have a bit more money and a bit more sense. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh exactly just wisdom comes with age is is a huge piece well supposedly um, yeah supposedly supposedly um I don't know I, but i haven't learned how to go off on a motorbike since <laughs> well not spending days on a motorcycle <laughs> is probably a little bit better <laughs> um but no that's that's um that's a pretty good story to just kind of take a look at. Um, I, I'm sorry to hear about your recent diagnosis, um, but um, to no use that no, to, no. yeah, um, but to use that to um, motivate yourself to explore the world more and to kind of really kind of take a look at the world more. Is kind of well, I think whenever I sort of say to people, such people was going to do it a couple of years ago, you know, people would say, Well, I'd love to do that myself, but I've got this to, to do, or I've got that to do, I can't do it because of, everybody's got a reason why they they don't want to do something or they put things off. But really, um, you know, you're, you're only here once, you maybe you need to get out and do it, stop making excuses for things and just do things rather than. Um, think of a reason why not to do it. Just think of the reason to do, to to be more proactive. Do do what you want to do mm-hmm. while you can. You know. No, and that's 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 big, especially with our community here um, or my listeners here. Um, primarily, the goal I've always been trying to establish is. While there are so many different avenues for you to get your print, your books out there, for you to step into the, to become an actor, to become a director, to become a comedian, musician, anything, um, there's so many different avenues for you to take. Just taking those first steps and stop coming up with excuses as to why you shouldn't take those first steps um, is huge. And in this case, when it comes to your journey, where you just decided to bike around the world. It, it takes a lot of commitment and it takes doing it and stop planning it. And just at some point, just going, just taking that first step out the door. So. Yeah. It's the first step. It's the most important, but and even just from a state of mind, you know, remember kind of cross, it was writing about crossing the desert. Um, Modigo Zilman, it's a it's a road bike. It's another one of these adventure bikes. It's designed for going off road, so mm-hmm. it's totally out of place in the in the desert. And the thought of crossing the whole desert in one in one sort of instance was just impossible to comprehend. But I could sort of say to said to myself, well, if I can stay on the bike for the next half hour and 
get to do five miles and that's something and then after that you know just, just by breaking things down into smaller bites becomes mm-hmm. more um physically possible and mentally um me- mentally possible as well mentally uh, comprehensible sort of thing you know you can you, you can say well i can do that for half an hour i can't do the whole thing but i'll do that for half an hour and see what happens after that so as you say take about day by day getting the first step out there is the main thing <laughs> Yeah. And, um, how much would you say, I, I'm thinking that you might've actually calculated this, but how many miles did you end up traveling? Uh, about 45,000 probably. Um, wow. This is, I didn't go, I didn't go around the world. You can't really ride around the world because there's too much water and dodgy yeah. countries in the way, but I sort of went up and down it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around the world is a romantic motion. Yeah. Although I still want to do the bike's now in Australia, so I want to take it to the States next and sort of do a, may as well go around the world when I'm halfway around there now already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh what would you say for our listeners in terms of um in this case, you've kind of taken your life experience and you've been able to write it down and share it for those out there. What would you say for our listeners in terms of um, something that they should kind of try and do, something that they should try and attempt? Well, if they're thinking of writing a book, I suppose it's, it's formulating what it is. What it is you're trying to talk about? What, you, what it is you're trying to say? I think um, I've read stories that there's a people who saying ninety nine percent of people who start writing a book never finish. It's it's having the um, determination to to get there, to keep it going, to keep get there at the end. I think it's the the main difficulty people have to have the focus. There's so many distractions. In our lives now, it's it's very hard, much harder to to, to concentrate. I think on a, on one thing at a time. Um, writing a book, so it's, it's so, so much more difficult than you think it's going to be. Um, you just need to sit there and decide you're going to do it. And I think telling everybody you're going to do it is a good thing too, because it means you're too embarrassed if you stop. <laughs> but you just got to have the perseverance to keep going to pursuing the determination as you say tell tell your friends to give you a hard time if you don't keep keep up with it you know mm-hmm. and i think a huge piece um that i always like to instill is that sometimes life experience is the best motivator and sometimes life experience is also the best inspiration for stories as well and like in your case where you took your journey around the world and you and you've shared that journey with everybody else i think that sometimes going on a journey for themselves and going on a journey to just see the world is important to inspire you in many different things. It becomes the inspiration of many stories. It becomes the inspiration of many different things. So it's, it's a huge piece. Um, 
But I would just yeah. like to say, I think we are coming to the end of our program today. I would definitely like to thank you for um, joining us on our podcast. Uh, are there any upcoming projects? Are there any social media platforms? Are there any different pieces that you would like our listeners to follow you on? Well, I'm a, yes, on Facebook and Christoph Donaldson, Chris Donaldson, and going the wrong way is the name of the book. Um, mm-hmm. It's on Amazon as an ebook, uh, audiobook, uh, paperback, hardback, all over the world. Amazon's amazing technology, how they've been able to use the technology to cover the world for for writers, for authors. Um, the book's called Going the Wrong Way. Uh, it's on my website as well. If you want to author autographs, copy, <laughs> which is Chris Donaldson World, chrisdonaldson.world. Thank you. Yeah. And as for me, uh, you'll be able to find us on our website, theroadscientistproductions.com, where you'll find, have our merchandise and links to my story on Kindavella, The World Beyond. You also have all of our Road Scientist social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. The best way to support us is to like our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and let us know how much you've enjoyed our show. We want to thank you, Chris, for being on our show today and thank all of our listeners for joining us as well. Um, this has been our podcast. To all of those out there looking to start a new career in the arts such as acting music writing comedy and more always remember pursuing your passions is a bitch but it's worth it thank you